You are tuning in to the Dancepreneuring Studio podcast, session number 129, Seven Traits of Great Dance Studios. Hello and welcome to session number 129 of the Dancepreneuring Studio podcast. I am so happy you're here with me today. I'm Annette Bone and the Dancepreneuring Studio is the place where dance inspires life and business. I get the joy of sharing my journey back into the dance world after being away from it for way too long. <laughs> the transformation I've experienced, the lessons I've learned, and the wonderful artists I've met along the way who also share their stories, their ideas, strategies, and tactics to help move your life and your business forward. Coming up in our Step to Success segment, How Do You Feel? In our Dancer's Dialect segment, Flesh and Bone. In our Freestyle Flow segment, Warm Up to Wear Out. And in our feature presentation, seven traits of great dance studios. Hey, beautiful people. This is Alex Cespedes from the Project Book Podcast. And you're listening to the Dancepreneuring Studio with my good friend, Annette Bone. You ready? Let's go. It's profitable to be skillful and wise. Welcome to this week's Step to Success. A step to your success is anything that moves your life and your business forward. Whether it's an app, a book, or an idea, you can apply something today that will help you succeed. Today's step to success is a simple question you can ask yourself regarding your self-care. And that is this. How am I feeling afterwards? Self-care can mean different things. It can mean taking a walk outside for 15 minutes. It could mean sitting quietly for two minutes. It can mean reading a book. It could mean taking a nap. Whatever it is that nurtures you, refreshes you, and refuels you. A friend of mine told me that she asks herself this question when she's doing things for herself. Like she went to the gym and she said, well, how is it that I'm really feeling after this? Okay, yeah, I grunted my way through doing whatever at the gym. Yeah, it's off my to-do list, but how am I really feeling? <laughs> Granted, you're going to feel discomfort as you are progressing through the goals that you want to achieve. There's no smooth sailing in anything that you want to achieve. So that's not really the point of this. The point is assessing periodically what it is with your self-care that is either nurturing or just something that is on your to-do list to cross off. This is something that I think needs to be evaluated on a regular basis because of the different seasons in your life and the things that you're involved in. Sometimes you are going to need just five minutes. Sometimes you are going to need an hour, depending on what you have going on. But ask yourself, am I feeling fulfilled and nurtured and refueled after doing this for myself? Or am I feeling, okay, phew, I got this off my to-do list, more of an obligation than anything else. So just another way to evaluate and take your self-care to another level. And now, Life and Business Connect with the Dancer's Dialect. The dancer's dialect is the dancer's language. I share dance terminology and concepts across different genres so you can see the correlations in your life and in your business. This week in the dancer's dialect, I am happy to share that I finally got to take a Gaga method class, which was very exciting for me because I had been wanting to upon recommendation from a friend of mine, as well as seeing the Mr. Gaga documentary at the LA Dance Film Festival. 
couple months ago, I also got to interview the lovely Tanya Barber, who is the executive director of the film festival of Dance Camera West, actually. And I'll link that in the show notes at AnnetteBone.com forward slash 129. So the Gaga method I had never heard of. And another friend of mine told me that she thought that she had gone as far as she could with her technical training until she started taking Gaga classes. And that opened up a whole new level of expression and ability within her body to move more authentically, which was very exciting for me. So I finally got to take the class and I was so excited. And one of the concepts that the teacher went over was separating. I wouldn't say separating. I'm probably butchering this, but she was talking about first moving the muscles, the flesh, and then being conscious of moving the bones. And so I'd never heard of that in terms of movement of separating that because we're so interconnected. Our body is so woven together. Amazingly, this body that God has created for us to serve the world and do the things that he's called us to do. And so it was really interesting trying to focus on that on that in class. And what I also loved about this class is that we didn't use the mirrors. The mirrors were curtained off and we were in a circle pretty much throughout. Well, not always in a circle. We started that way, but we moved around the room most of the time and everybody was doing their own thing based on the cues of what the teacher was giving. So it was very improvisational, but there was still some direction that guided us along. So I liked the freedom and the flexibility within those cues. And it reminded me that sometimes it takes a different perspective from the familiar to get to another level, to see things from a different viewpoint, because doing the same thing over and over again without having new experiences makes things kind of (laughs) dull, and then you can feel stuck. So whether it's dance or business or something else, try different things, learn about different things, gain new perspectives, because it will help you along in the process. And now, anything goes with Freestyle Flow. What's on your mind today, Annette? The importance of a good warm-up. There was a time not too long ago where a warm-up in dance class wore me out. (laughs) I was already worn out by the time we got to the other stuff. And I thought, wow, I have to get through this class. I love it, but I'm tired, I'm in pain, I'm sore, whatever. That's not so much the case for me now. It takes a lot for me to get sore. It takes a lot for me to get worn out, which is why I've been reassessing my training and want to take it to another level, which is really exciting for me. I love the progress of this and the journey that I'm on with this. So I was in a hip hop class. I had not seen a friend of mine for a while. And we were talking about this contemporary class I was in and this ballet class that I was in recently where it was so nice to work on foundation and to work on movement quality and movement technique, like working through a tondu with your whole foot and being grounded and the different qualities of plies, whether it is in ballet or in contemporary and taking on different qualities of the shape of the foot and things like that, things I I was not that interested in before when I was dancing before, but now it totally excites me to learn about the stuff and what muscles use what and how can you better access and utilize different muscles to 
gain better momentum and different qualities in your movement. I'm such a nerd about this kind of stuff now in dance and in other stuff too, in yoga, in fitness training and functional movement, that kind of thing, just movement in general. I'm just very fascinated with all of this. So we were both talking about this and she thought, gosh, I would love to be in a class where the warm up. I remember when she said when she was training before when she was younger, the warm up would wear her out. And it would be like, wow, I just got through this thing. And now we're, we're not even done yet. And I'm so worn out. And it's not the case anymore with classes these days, especially in this area. It's hard to find classes where the focus is on the foundation and warm up and people want to just get kind of warm and then do the choreography and then leave. That's just kind of the nature of the business in this area. So it's it was refreshing, even though we didn't have a lot of time, we still just had an hour and a half, hour, 15 minutes. But to be able to slow it down a bit and focus on technique and that kind of thing, there's always some technique in the classes I take. However, it was nice to really kind of step back, slow it down and really focus on fundamentals and technique. <laughs> it was wonderful. So that's why I appreciate a really good, focused, intentional warm-up. Now that you're warmed up, get ready to go full out with our feature presentation. One of the serendipities of living in the greater Los Angeles area is the abundance of dance studios. There is a dance studio for everything pretty much that you're looking for, whether it's a specific style or if it's an age group or a type of dance environment, whether you want your child to be involved in the competition dance world, you want your child to be trained in classical ballet technique to join a professional company eventually, there's something for everyone, which I really appreciate. And in my dance training in the last couple of years, getting back into it, I've been able to experience different environments, different teachers and of course, I like some more than others at this point, but I've learned something from each one that I've been to, and especially from a marketing and business standpoint, which has been very interesting to compare and contrast these different things. So I came up with these seven traits of great dance studios. Of course, there's more than seven, but these are the seven I thought of immediately as I was thinking about this in my experience. So trait number one of a great dance studio is that a great dance studio makes parking as accessible as possible. Okay, so I understand that you can't always control what goes around your location, the city limits, the city ordinances, and that kind of thing. But you can control the type of information that you provide. So have the updated parking information available and have some alternative parking solutions. <laughs> There's always a way around it, right? Or at least give people a warning. There are places that I haven't gone back to or I don't frequent as much because of the parking situation. So even if you can't control what's around, you can control the amount of information that you prepare your students to receive. So make parking or at least the information as accessible and as up to date as possible. Trait number two of a great dance studio is that Wow, this one, <laughs> maybe I should have talked about this one first, because this is huge, is the frontline customer service experience that can make or break your studio attendance. Wow, there are places I have not gone back to because the frontline customer service experience 
off the bat was not ideal, whether it was um, people that were not knowledgeable about the place they were working at, or they were very rude, or questioning why I was taking a class. Because as you know, it I have not been in the dance world for 20 plus years in terms of my training. So going back into it, it would be like, oh, are you taking the class? <laughs> like, I'd get that ad. There's some places where like, well, this class is for whatever this age range. And that brings me to another point, which I'll go on go to later about what a great dance studio has in terms of an ideal trait. But the frontline customer service is huge. When I went to Boogie Zone Utopia for the first time, which I'll forever be thankful for that it worked out that I started back dancing there because my experience right when I walked in the door was nothing but positive because the two people that helped me were accommodating. They answered my questions. They didn't judge me because I had not danced. Um, I was not obviously didn't look like a dancer. <laughs> so it was so encouraging for me, which got me back going there on a regular basis because they were so welcoming. So <laughs> I just, I think this is so huge. And I have to reference back a great episode I did with the awesome Sarah Blakely of Hype Dance Studio up in Chico, California, which is a very successful studio. And we talk about this, how important the frontline frontline customer service is. And so I'll link her episode in the show notes at AnnetteBone.com forward slash 129. I cannot stress this enough. And whether it's a dance studio, it could be a coffee shop, it could be anything boy, the frontline customer service can make or break your business. So a great dance studio has great frontline customer service experiences. Trait number three of a great dance studio is that a great dance studio has standards that their teachers must meet and that these teachers take their classes seriously and are on time. (laughs) That is a big thing I'm noticing that teachers start classes late. Understandably, especially in the greater Los Angeles area, there is traffic, but we know there's traffic. So prepare for that. Secondly, things do happen, right? But when it's a recurring thing with teachers being late, not being prepared, not going through a process, there should be a process that I believe that if you want a really high quality studio that people take seriously, then make sure that your teachers have standards in terms of being professional, being ethical. And unfortunately, that's not always the case. So a great dance studio has teachers that meet standards and are on time, that they're punctual. Trait number four of a great dance studio is that the class descriptions are accurate. <laughs> are they um, are they detailed? Do they tell what ages are for the class? What levels are you being clear that part of the class is going to be for filming. I've heard people go to classes where the classes, they say it's an hour, but really it's like 40 minutes and the rest of the time is for filming for promotion. So be clear about that because some people don't want that. Some people want to go to a class to train, not to be in a video, not to be watched. It's about being in the class to learn. So if that's your thing, then go to those type of classes. If you want to be seen, go to those type of places where it's about being seen. But if you want to train, go to the places that focus on training, focus on the class itself, not on the promotion of it. I think the promotion can happen organically if the class is quality. So that's another whole story in it or whole discussion in itself. But a great dance studio has clear class descriptions and is 
very specific in what they offer. Trait number five of a great dance studio is that a great dance studio pays attention to the needs of their students. I've been in class where it is about the teacher, where it's about the instructor, about what they can do, how good they look, how good they do their choreography, what they've done. It's not about the students. And it's not adjusted to the energy of the class. It's not adjusted to where the class is at the moment. And so I think a great teacher and a great studio can recognize what it is that their students need and listening to to what their students need, whether it is classes in a different style or something needs to be tweaked within the classes, or if there's a teacher that's just not working out, then I would question whether to keep that teacher on staff if it's hurting your business. So a trait of a great dance studio is that it pays attention to the needs of their students. Trait number six of a great dance studio is that they utilize a paid platform for their web presence. I highly recommend not using free resources for your web presence in terms of your hosting, in terms of the way that you build your site. For example, Wix is not something that I would recommend. Now, I understand if you're just starting out and maybe the budget is not there, And I'm not saying that you need to spend thousands of dollars on your website either. There's different ways to work around that, but you, I think you need to invest something. But I would recommend not using things like Wix or WordPress.com. WordPress.org is a different story. That's a, cause you have your own domain. And if you have questions about that, please feel free to send me an email because I did do web development for the longest time. That's how I started my online business is I built websites with the WordPress platform. I was self-taught and I learned as I went along. And <laughs> it was very interesting and building websites is a lot of work. But um, free is not always the best thing. And there are different ways that you can go about it that are cost effective, that will still give you a professional web presence. So there is something you need to invest in that not a lot of money, If you have it, great. There's a strategic and very focused way that you can develop this. But again, you have to question whether or not the free resource is worth the image and the branding that you want to represent. So trait number six is that a great dance studio utilizes a paid platform for their web presence. The seventh trait of a great dance studio is that a great dance studio follows up with their students on a consistent basis. There is a yoga studio that follows up with me on a regular basis, and I go back because they do. They have the great frontline customer service experience they always have, which is why I went back. When I started yoga, I checked out different studios. And again, the criteria I was able to compare and contrast brought me back to certain places and took me away from other places. Same thing with the dance studios, as I said. So with following up with your students, are you using an email service provider? Not Gmail, (laughs) unless you have your business account integrated with Gmail with their business apps. That's a whole different process. Very easy to do. If you have questions on that, please feel free to email me. But use an email service provider. There's tons out there. Some you can start off for free, depending on how many subscribers you have. And it's about following up and being intentional with the follow up and not only following up to sell things, sell your classes, but follow up with relevant content that is applicable to your students. Whether you have younger students who need guidance in picking out point shoes, 
or you need to send out a tutorial on buying dance clothes. It could be anything. I love the instructional educational content that I get from whether it's a yoga studio, a dance studio, one of my mentors. It is hugely helpful that it's not always sales based. So there are definitely creative ways to, con- to keep in touch consistently with your students and offer them value outside of the dance studio that will also help them inside the dance studio. So let's recap again, the seven traits of a great dance studio. Number one, a great dance studio makes parking as accessible as possible, or at least the information as accessible and as updated as possible. Trait number two, a great dance studio trains their frontline customer service people to offer a great frontline customer service experience. Trait number three of a great dance studio is that the teachers meet standards, are professional, and are on time. Trait number four of a great dance studio is that a great dance studio provides clear class descriptions. Trait number five of a great dance studio is that a great dance studio pays attention to the needs of their students. Trait number six of a great dance studio is that a great dance studio utilizes a paid platform for their web presence. And trait number seven for a great dance studio is that a great dance studio follows up with their students consistently. So what do you think is a great trait of a great dance studio? I would love to get your feedback and you can go to AnnetteBone.com forward slash 129 where you can also find the show notes to the session. Or you can also join me in my private Facebook group, The Dance Printering Collective, where we continue the conversation from these podcasts. And I would love to get to know you better. So send me a message, a direct message, email, whatever way you want. And I would love to add you to the group. If you found this podcast helpful or any of the other sessions helpful, I would really appreciate a rating, a review, and for you to subscribe on either Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or Stitcher Radio. And that way I can continue improving it and get your name out on a future session of the Dancepreneuring Studio. Until next time, I pray that you have an exceptional week and more blessings than you can imagine. I look forward to spending time with you again. Thank you for listening. This has been a session of the Dancepreneuring Studio. Find the archives of this show at annettebone.com slash podcast or on iTunes. Contact Annette at annettebone.com. This podcast copyright by annettebone.com and dancepreneuring.com. All rights reserved. The Dancepreneuring Studio is the place where dance inspires life and business.